Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Half and I Say Podcast with your host, Janine. And Joshua. How are you doing? I'm really good, actually. Um, first of all, my hair is very long now, so that's why I'm wearing a cap. And, it is actually and on that side see, like, janine's new hairstyle is is out so oh, we have done something with both our hairs that's right i'm not too sure if they can tell yeah, because can i'm wearing the same top the same colored top yes yes english english the same colored top english color. that makes sense yes um i am going back to my roots of hair colors I used to have my hair colored fully mm-hmm. in pink, lavender, gray, whatever, whatever color under the sun. Yes. And I don't know. I just felt like getting back to my old self, to my old myrmicorn hair self. Mm-hmm. It's a, for those who don't understand what that is, it's a cross between a mermaid and a unicorn. So it's Because a Pride Month. Okay, <laughs> sure, just put everything all together. But I think I'm slowly getting back to it because I want, or I'll probably want my hair to be a little bit colored on our wedding day. Right. So, yeah. That's a that's a nice thing. Yeah. While Janine's doing something with her hair, um, I'm balding. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something nice for our wedding <laughs> as well, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten him a couple of things to help regrowth of his hair. Speaking of which, just today, Mm -hmm. um, I took a polar plunge, which is also is that gonna help with scientifically proven to increase testosterone, and which will also increase hair are you memorizing <laughs> this like is a script i'm i'm gonna do in my ted talk is, it, is there a teleprompter behind me which you're reading off of Sorry. which also helps i'm trying to be sciencey but it doesn't look like it's working for me sciencey not scientific sciencey sciencey okay. say it with me sciencey everyone Sciency. Sciency. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, where is that from? I don't know. It just it just came. So yeah, he took a polar plunge. Polar plunge is the right called. word to use. You can call it whatever you want. Ice bath. He ordered swimming. speaking of ice, how many ice how many kilograms of ice did you order? So I I <laughs> I had to call the, the supermarket twice. That's how much ice I ordered. So initially when I researched online how to do a polar plunge at home it said three kilos of ice is enough i'm like okay that's enough i i fill up the the tub and i put in the ice and it still wasn't enough enough right and that's due to the scorching heat of the uae that we are currently living in Hmm. and i'm like i had to order another like four kilos after that mm-hmm. and it wasn't even really cold after that so he kept just... saying that it's not even cold it's not even cold by the time that he got in all i could hear was screaming and i'm on the other side of the house which is in the office space and all i could hear was like ah, ah. so she's a liar uh everyone <laughs> um what actually happened was i closed both the doors you know so i didn't want to disturb her her working uh time 
And I just got into the tub and I did manly shrieks and manly breathing techniques. Like, and then, you know, like... Those like, are manly shrieks. Like Jason Momoa, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson would do on, a, on an occasional basis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's actually what happened. But I think it's because the, both the doors were closed. It might have sounded differently in another area of this house, which is also science because um, noise. It's sciency. Yeah, sciency because uh, <laughs> it's sciency because you know um, noise travels faster than light, and um, it was uh, you know you know what I'm trying to say. No. Everyone knows what I'm trying to say. No, I don't have no, to explain no myself. One, no one knows what you're trying to say. You don't know what you're trying to say, maybe. No, I know. All I heard were unmanly shrieks no it's the door guys it's the door mm. i've i've uh i've so it was cold enough for you to let was, out manly shrieks yes it was cold enough okay. eight kilos of ice is the is the golden number when it comes maybe to having a polar during plunge. the summer but colder colder times would be Yes, I can save a little bit more money during that time. Yeah, and water, so. And water, yes. So good luck with her Diwa bills. I don't live here yet, so (laughs) Janine is taking on the full burden of the Diwa bills in this household. I divide that with you, so. uh, So I'm taking, I'm charging all my devices here. I charge my power (laughs) banks here. Go home, give it to my family. Like, guys, free electricity in this. Please go crazy. Please go crazy. I feel my two-gallon bottle of water here. Drink it at home. You know. He does. And he had the audacity today (laughs) to let me know that my water is almost empty. He's like, your water gallon is almost empty. As if like, do you want to fill it up? How about you fill it up? Are you okay with drinking tap water for the next few days until my Dubai comes back and delivers a new bottle? (laughs) Oh my lord, speaking of uh, summers. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting into the the peak of Dubai heat. Mm -hmm. So now is the time for people in Dubai to actually go out of Dubai and start spending summers elsewhere because it's going to be unbearable. Yes, I hear It's going to be hellish for the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, let's talk about the happy Happy news news of the week. Bling! I miss that, actually. It's been a while since we talked about happy news of the week. news of the week, I think, because we've been miserable the last (laughs) few months. And And we're just getting back to our normal selves. Exactly, exactly. We're, we're, um, what is that? Soul searching. Yeah. Soul searching, Okay. Okay, I like that. Yes. Okay. I'm lost. (laughs) We all are. We all are. Yes, yes, we're all missing both. So the happy news of the week is... Hit me. There is a man who lives in Bogota, Colombia... He's a garbage man. Bogota is also a character in Money Heist, for those of you who don't know. Okay, proceed. (laughs) Okay, thank you for that. His name is Jose, let's say it in Spanish, Jose Alberto Alberto. Gutierrez. He's been collecting books that that were thrown away for about 20 years. And with Mm -hmm. those books, he started a free library made up of 25,000 books plus books so it's a free community library that anyone can come into they can learn and you know he started this because he realized that the local children who have dropped out of school started working early and they can't afford books so whatever he found i guess 
from being a garbage man and, and looking through trash and all of those books. He collected them. So he named it La Fuerza de las Palabras, which means, which translates, the strength of words. How very cool nice, is that? Very nice. Super cool. The age old saying, right? One man's trash is another man's treasure. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. So, yeah, education is a treasure. Are you like that? that? Can never be taken away from you. So, really, kudos to Mr. Jose Alberto. And I'm pretty sure that like, his work did not end when he was even collecting the garbage because I'm pretty sure he had to clean it up, sanitize mm, it. True. And do. Yeah, because if lot it's of in trash, right, yeah. then must be. A but I wonder what's the, what's the, how relevant these books are. Maybe if it's thrown for a reason, like, do people still want to read it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't I mean, judge a book by its cover, right, guys? Exactly. How many sayings and puns were you able to bring guys, into I've been this reading? story? No, but it's true. Like, some people just throw away books that they don't need, I guess. Like, maybe people who have been moving out of their house or people who have been moving from... Mm-hmm papers all the way to kindles and you know all of these technology that pops up Mm -hmm. and books take space so i guess some people just declutter yeah yeah decluttering speaking of books Mm -hmm. i wanted to share something as well okay i have no idea (laughs) okay sorry i got a work email oh at this time okay so, uh, since Celine brought up the whole books thing, I also wanted to bring up, you know, um, the most high-valued library in the world is opening in Dubai. Mm-hmm. You might have seen it, guys, on your daily commute to and from work. Uh, you know, in Al-Kale, where there's a building shaped like a book, and you're thinking, is that a building shaped like a book? Mm-hmm. Or is this a heat stroke that I'm facing? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But but everyone must have seen it by now or heard yeah. of it because it is because it's it's quite you can uh, see it right across our house. We can actually see it quite across <laughs> our house, and it is a sight to behold. And it's actually opening up on June 16, and we're recording what today's June 12. 12. June 12, and it's uh just basically just a quick guide for everyone. So everyone was asking, will entry be free? Do you know if it'll be free or not? uh i don't know it will be free cool yes so apparently it will be free but you have to register on an app called mbrl app and you have to put in a slot when you want to visit Ooh, that is super cool and i would love to visit yeah we should actually i would like i'm one of those kids who you bring me to a library or a bookshop and i'll i can stay there for like the whole time yeah not anymore because I haven't been good with reading, but I really want to bring that back. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will spark my Yeah, I know. It's very near us. Reading. Yeah, it's very near us as well. And I would love to also go check it out and have some quiet time over there. Maybe yeah. do some writing, some reading, you know? Yeah. The usual. And um, in addition to books, the attraction has around 73,000 music scores. What's music wow. scores or music stores? But it says scores, scores. here. Scores. It's your, your musical notes the scores that are written down have you seen someone playing a piano and they have a a paper that they're reading off of yeah where it has the notes yeah that is a musical score it's i know (laughs) you said stores (laughs) yeah i'm like this is a typo from college times (laughs) 
75,000 videos, 13,000 articles, and more than 5,000 historical print and digital journals within an archive covering 325 years. Wow, that's amazing. That's really cool. All for free. Yeah. Thank you, Dubai. And it's a seven-story building. It's over, huge. Over a million books and six million research theses. Wow. Thesis. Wow. Is thesis is a word? I don't know. I need to read again. I think thesis. Thesis? Thesis? Yeah. Thesis. S-E-S? It's spelled thesis. T-H-E-S-E-S. Yeah. Because thesis. Because thesis is one. Yes. Thesis. Thesis. Research documents. Okay. Whoever's an expert in like. Comment down below. Thesis. Please let us know if we're saying it right or not. So, yeah, it's open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., um, but closed every Sunday. I am super excited for that. So for all of the geeks and nerds and book lovers out there, mm-hmm. there's another place for you to go for free in Dubai to beat the heat outside. Exactly. I wonder if they'll have cafes and stuff. That'll really I'm guessing, enhance the yeah. experience for sure. Right? I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Super nice. I want to register. Let's do it. Yeah. 16th. Stay tuned, guys. Well, another happy news of the week for us Filipinos is we're celebrating the Araw ng Kalayaan, which means... The time of... The day. Day. What is it? Araw? Araw ng Kalayaan. Our Independence Day. Uh, you just knew because it's yes, June it's today, yeah. <laughs> It is, so we're celebrating 124 years. Wow, isang 24. Isang 24? You're saying 124. Yeah. Isang daan. Isang daan. Isang daan means a hundred. Isang daan. Okay. Yeah. 24. Okay. You went from Tagalog to Spanish, but that's cool because what we're celebrating is actually our independence from the Spaniards. The Spaniards. So they've colonized us for what? 333 plus years. And thank God we got out of their hands. Actually, yes, we don't want to be colonized. We've been colonized thrice. So three is the magic number, if you noticed. So we've been colonized a lot of times. Tell us what happened after gaining independence from the Spaniards. Because Philippines did not fully gain their independence in 1980. What was that? 1898. Mm -hmm. June 12th of 18. Can you imagine 1800s? That's like... 1898 people would go out in like boats and that's crazy and have like diseases like yellow fever and stuff which is like fully eradicated now i guess i don't know yeah Science. or the spanish flu whatever it is yeah and the spanish so flu. you're right we were colonized a lot of times and breaking free on june 12 1898 wasn't really breaking free or we as a nation aren't really truly independent because right after that the American forces came in and mm-hmm. occupied us all the way until 1946. So technically, Americans helped us to gain freedom from the Spaniards. And then they're like, psych. Yeah, yeah. The old switcheroo, <laughs> huh? Psych. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. gaining control. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, but we still declared ourselves independent mm-hmm. from the Spaniards. Mm-hmm. So then after that, in 1946, July 4th, which is also coincidentally America's, America's Independence, Independence Day, we 
4th of July. 4th of July. <coughs> we can also celebrate gaining independence from the Americans. So, but truthfully, we do recognize June 12th as our Independence Day. Mm-hmm. So, in 1898, the Spanish fleet was defeated by the Americans in Manila Bay. And after that, of course, they gained control. And then in between, the Japanese invaded the World Philippines War II, yes. as well. So they invaded the Philippines, captured Manila. All of the Philippines was now... Which year was it? 1941. Yeah, so World War Two. So in between, so Americans took over, but then Japan came, 1941. They're like, Philippines is ours. Manila is now captured. And then in 1944, October 1944, American troops came back. They're like, nope, Japan, Philippines is ours. Right. And then they came, recaptured. And then on the 4th of July, 1946, We got out of the hands of the Americans. Mm-hmm. So the last people to 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 colonize the Philippines were the Americans. Americans. Okay. And then that was it. Yeah. We were truly an independent nation. Um, 1946, uh, Manuel Rojas was the first president, president yeah. of our independent. But nation. he was only in reign for like two years, if I'm not mistaken. I have no idea. Until he died of a heart attack. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Yeah. So Manuel Rojas. But he, I'll say a couple of facts as well when I was researching. Please. Which is super cool because I our flag, learn. the Philippine flag, which was unfurled in the 1898, which, which is when we recognized the Independence Day, hasn't changed. Oh, wow. So how loyal are we with our flag? So Or lazy. It's a nice design, though. It's a very nice design. Do you know like, what it means? Yeah, the, the rising sun. Okay. And the three stars that represent uh, Luzon. Luzon. Mindanao. And? Uh, Visayas. Visayas. Very Visayas, good. Yeah. So we have the three stars that symbolizes the big island groups. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the sun, which has eight different rays. Yes. Which represents eight provinces that took up arms against Spain. Mm. Okay. And then... I didn't know that. The white triangle stands for equality. The blue stripe stands for peace, truth, and justice. And the red stripe for patriotism and valor. Nice. Okay. Look at how meaningful our flag is. This is why since 1898, for 124 years, we never thought of changing it. Because, I mean, it's perfect, no? Yeah, don't fix what's not broken, right? Exactly. It's really nice flag. It's really good as a tattoo design as well. I mean, you can see all these people with the... Philippines flag tattoo. I'm like, that looks dope. Yeah. My brother even has a... A mixture of the Philippine and flag. And the Indian flag, yeah. Yes. As a tattoo. Super cool. Very nice. But just make sure that you don't have it tattooed upside down. How can you tattoo up... It's just sunsetting then instead of No, because if you have the triangle on this side, if you put it upside down, if the flag is upside down, then that means the country is at war. If a flag is upside down, it means yes. the country's at war. So if they if they have the flag on a flagpole, yeah, let's say, yeah, and it's upside down, that means we're in war. No way. Yeah, just like when flag is half mast, you know, we're mourning, mourning, or, yeah. 
if the flag is upside down in the Philippines, it means we're in war. We're at oh, war. So my brother Fun cannot fact. do like uh, like dives and stuff. <laughs> he can't do handstands. He can't do handstands, yeah. yeah he just... can't go to Australia. <laughs> it's, uh, it's upside down, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why are you so dad jokey today? Because of the polar plunge. Okay, let Woke me continue me. my facts. Okay, let I really me. like this. I'm learning a lot because I didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> I'll prepare for you. Another thing that actually happened in 1898 is the first time that we actually sang our national anthem, which is Lupang Hinirang, or The Chosen Land, as a translation. Mm-hmm. So... It was originally titled as Marcha Nacional Filipina or the Philippine National March, which was in Spanish. Right. Um, And then we had the Filipino version of it sung in 1898, first sung in 1898. And it was composed by the great Julian Felipe. Julian Felipe. Yeah. So super cool. Two things happening in 1898. First flag was unfurled. First and ever flag was unfurled. And our Lupang Hinirang, which is... You know what? Some kids, instead of calling it Lupang Hinirang, they call it Bayang Magilio. People, yeah, I call it that. Bayang Magilio, yeah. because it's the first two words. Yeah. You know what we need? <laughs> no, I know what you're talking, thinking right now. Last week, I quizzed Josh. I started singing Lupang Hinirang. We were going to the gym, okay? We were going to the yeah, gym, yeah. and each stanza or each couple of words i would sing it and i would look at him i'm like what do you think this means what do you think this means and he kept because it's not modern day filipino that uh, it's not it's not it's proper yeah it's proper filipino yeah formal filipino no proper tagalog apparently filipino is what they rephrased it to a more modern like because they've inputted some spanish they've put some english they thrown in they just call it filipino right Mm. now that's what I read. But Filipino is a national dialect or the national language of yes. the Philippines. So. But it was never called Filipino. It was always Tagalog. Tagalog yeah, people were like yeah. Tagalog, Tagalog. Tagalog. Yeah. Tagalog. How many dialects do we have? We have a lot, actually. I think 600,000, if How I'm not crazy. mistaken. 600,000? What are you saying? No, 100 and something or 50 something. I don't know. A lot, I guess. You know, I saw even I was doing some research yesterday. Just very lightly because I was I was trying to multitask, but mm-hmm. apparently, uh, Philippines was actually uh, very heavily influenced by the Indians. Mm. So this is pre Magellan stuff, and like right. because it was a very, <clears throat> very popular trading port, and like the Malays, the Spies. the Indians. So this is fifteen hundreds, I guess. Yeah, like before Magellan know. came in. Yeah, maybe even like dinosaur times, I guess. <laughs> 1500s imagine 1500s because that's when magellan came in late 1500s yeah. you know how he died lapu lapu yeah yeah in cebu yeah yeah it's the cry of a lot of things die in cebu like my dignity died there remember? <laughs> inside joke inside joke but you want to you be sharing today no 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 it's not about me it's about the country that i call home so right and we love the Philippines. I really do. Like, I always tell this to the, uh, to Janine. Like, my... And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. But before I was... Uh, before actually till now, maybe, that I'm really passionate about going back to Pinas. Mm. 
uh, a lot of people give me crap for even saying that they're like oh you know how many filipinos are trying to get out of the philippines and you're trying to come back now i don't know so much because of the new president and what's the his intentions but i don't know i always felt like i should be going back there and giving back in some shape or form yeah it's because you love your country right i love my country i love i love the people there i love i love the environment but yeah that was it was also very true that they all had one valid point saying that i i i'm in philippines with dubai money mm-hmm Exactly. So I don't know if like what I'm doing right now, if I go to Philippines, will translate in terms of of my income over there. But imagine uh, tax, tax is a real pain over else. there. Yeah. yeah, commuting. We we talk about fuel charges here and how it keeps on increasing. But imagine how it is in the Philippines and elsewhere. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, India's still okay actually yeah. because uh, they still buy from Russia. Oh. Yeah, they have a very strong relationship. Yeah, political ties with Russia and they still buy their fuel hmm. from Russia. But the rest of the world, especially UAE, like wow, guys, come on and it's going up for now for from here on out, yeah. Yeah, that's what they said, right? Yeah. Like we shouldn't be expecting any decline yeah in terms of fuel charge, which sucks because we're not just talking about cars and our commutes, we're talking about everything else, delivery, food every everything thing around the world touches no the uae is basically a very uh how do i say this like a a country which is very heavily dependent on road transportation right and it can affect everything like restaurants or not restaurants um like online stores which i used to deliver from where they had like a 50 their homes minimum spent to get free delivery it's now like increased to like 75 mm. so of course cost is rising but the funny thing is there's still the same number of cars on the road yeah so people and i don't know about companies if they're trying to compensate their workers saying like okay you know what here get a 10 percent raise maybe because right. of the whole inflation, inflation that is going up yeah the hyperinflation and everything i don't know it's coming out from everyday workers pockets like janine and myself so it's it's really so it's tough it's tough but we're still blessed that's true. We're so blessed because we're nowhere near starving. We're nowhere near anything else. So yeah, thank God for that. Yeah, we right. still have, we can still we can still survive basically. Exactly. Okay, now back to the good news again. Back to <laughs> our country. <laughs> Sorry for for switching it up a bit, but yes, where we, were we? We were talking about languages earlier and how we have so many dialects mm-hmm. in the Philippines. But this is a fun fact, actually. English is more widely spoken than you think in the philippines but we talked about this a couple of episodes ago how filipinos are so good in english like even if someone who is not well educated someone is off of the streets or like you go to the philippines and anyone can converse as a foreigner anyone can converse with you in english and you you won't feel isolated Unlike other Southeast Asian countries, I told you when I was in Thailand, like even in my own hotel, a couple of the receptionists were a little bit clueless about what I was talking about, Mm -hmm. which I was a little bit shocked knowing how good Filipinos are in speaking English. But I digress. Uh, More people speak English in the Philippines, 52 million speakers compared to Australia, which is about 26 million. What? crazy right so only the united states india pakistan and the uk boast more english speakers than the philippines that's cool i I guess india and pakistan because of and the u.s because of the amount of 
people, mm-hmm. like population-wise. Yes. And the UK, of course. The English. Queen's English. Yes. Because they will try to argue the fact that they are the original English speakers they and are. not the Americans. Mm. So, yeah, just those one, two, three, four countries are ahead of us. But that's crazy, huh? But I, I guess it also comes to show with the amount of call centers that are being built in like uh, very big cities and around Philippines as yes. well. Even when I was in Cebu, you know, uh, Cebu, they have better English than, uh, oh, than yeah. people from the mainland. They're they're amazing. It was so fluent. I think it's because of their dialect and how it's pronounced, like a couple of words are pronounced. No, but Ce- Cebuano is so hard to understand as a language. Like, I don't know, like, are Bisaya. you... Bisaya. Bisaya, I don't know how to speak Bisaya, but I would love to speak Bisaya. Because I always feel like when, when my friends around me speak in Bisaya, I'm like, wow. I would, it's so different though like i, I yeah there's think... some, I, would, I would there are some words that i can understand but it's super different and even as a cebuano cebuana someone who speaks bisaya it's it, it's difficult for them to speak tagalog if they're if they've lived in you know visayas their mm. whole life because not a lot of people speak tagalog there yeah 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 and like if you grow up can you do like a like a trial and see like how do cebuano so how people from visayas talk like do you know like because it's very like yeah i mean that's that's philippines as a nation right yeah i don't know how to describe it i have a lot of foreigner friends who say why do you like why do you guys seem like you're singing when you're oh yeah i've gotten that i've gotten that i don't know just a lot of we're just happy people. Yeah, exactly. We're the home of Jollibee, so... <laughs> Speaking of Jollibee, in every single country in the world, McDonald's is always the leading fast food chain, except for the Philippines. Because Jollibee. Uh, Jollibee. It's just, it's just super famous. My Jollibee is the Jollibee. weirdest restaurant, though. I'll tell you why. Why? You have fried chicken. Okay. Okay, then you have... Um, which is what fried chicken is what a universal staple maybe or is it like American? a western dish yeah. yeah perhaps okay so you have a western dish then you have like a a mango pie which is also influenced maybe by the western people then no pie and i don't know okay. sure okay yeah you want you want go to like uh, i'm gonna go to bali and have pie right okay okay then you then you think about it and then there's um what else is there do they have uh <laughs> I don't know, but it all comes down. Because there's like coconut, co- buko pie in in Yeah, okay. Then you have Philippine. then you have uh, palabok, which is Filipino. Oh yeah, I yeah. love I love Jollibee's palabok. See, I like Jollibee's palabok because I don't like thick noodle palabok. I like the thin noodle palabok, mm. and Jollibee does justice to that. Yeah. Okay. I then love you have, it. Then you but have, they put anchovies in it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they put the crispy chicharron at the top yeah. as well, standard. So good. And then do you have something like the. Um, what was I gonna say? There's something on the dish. Um, burger steak. I was just what say what the hell steak. is that? <laughs> it's just it's just your typical burger. Yeah. They remove the buns and they they put gravy on it. Okay. Like all of the goodness that Jollibee has in one plate, the rice with the burger, just the just the burger patty yeah. with your gravy and some mushrooms. Oh yeah, some one or two mushrooms. <laughs> and then at the end of all this, you have spaghetti. <laughs> Like, who decided, you know what, this is a Filipino fast food chain with, like, American influence, Maybe it, it I started, guess, and some Spanish influence. Maybe it started influence. when the Americans were in, and, you know, 
we were being occupied by Americans. When can you quickly Google when did Jollibee like when did Jollibee start? If it's in if it's within the nineteen forties. You know he's yes. one of the richest people in the world, right? Um, I guess because like his brand, the world, like sorry, there's a branch of Jollibee almost everywhere. Can you remember the queue in Dubai Mall when the first Jollibee? Oh, it was crazy! It was like they're giving free money, and I'm like, I want to queue in this, and you just re- realize it's for a a yellow and red bee food. The queue was like lasting for an uh, hour. Oh no! So it uh, founded in 1975. Okay, in so, Pasig City. Yeah way over when the americans came. but look the american influence and the spanish influence and the japanese influence and chinese all of the nations who have colonized us their blood still <laughs> and their cultures and everything else still dribbles runs down. yeah through the philippines and you can see that from how much philippines is influenced by western media Hmm. and even um so philippines and south korea are also very strong allies you can see it like i if i'm not mistaken south korea's number one tourist destination is is uh, going to philippines right because there's a lot of south koreans in the philippines like a lot there's a million very big south korean communities in the philippines Similar to Indians, similar to Chinese, like there's just Malaysians, yeah, you name it. There, everyone big is there. Pools of different countries, yeah, um, group and nations within Philippines, which is quite cool because you get to see a lot of like mix of cultures, and we're very welcoming, we're very hospitable as it is. We're just like, come here, colonize us. Who wants to be nice? <laughs> Who, Who wants, wants to be colonized? We're, we're just, we're just such happy people that. We are just going through life with a smile on our face. Yeah. It's it's beautiful and it's beautiful and sad at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, since we're in this topic, I know you have a lot more to share, yeah. but ha- what do you what what you said actually ties up to what I was actually researching when it came to this to this episode because uh Filipinos are very happy people and mm. the main and everything boils down in, in the Philippines culture is down to family. Right. So do you know this term? I just found out about this today, actually, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, sandwich generation? No. So currently, um, a lot of Filipinos, I think from what I read, like there was a full study done saying that Philippine, Philippines is one of the countries with the highest uh, population of the sandwich generation. I'm like, what is the sandwich generation? Like, Is it something that they want to eat? Is it something you can order in Jollibee? <laughs> But apparently, okay, so it, it makes a lot of sense. Okay, let me let me just try to find that key point which I read. So, um, so there was a study done. Uh, it was called a study on Filipino values by the National Commission for the Culture of Arts. Sorry. And in 2021, identified a total of 19 values shared by the most Filipinos, like what they all had in common. Of course, you can think of the normal stuff like the, their resilience. There's something called kapua. Kapwa? Kapwa. Yeah, which is it? Kapwa, it's like together. like Together, and yeah. it's like, yeah. Together we fall, together we mm. rise, yeah, basically. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, then, like faith as well. Mm. Of course, Very the number important. one Catholic nation in Asia. Uh, third in the world after Mexico and something else. Maybe Spain. Brazil. Uh, maybe Spain, I don't know. Yeah. But third in the world. Can you imagine? Like in a predominantly Muslim continent, right? 
But uh, on top of the list was family. Because, mm. you know, Fast and Furious. Dom. Family never gets left behind. The whole country of Philippines is basically Fast and Furious, I guess. <laughs> so what is the sandwich generation, you may be asking yourself at this moment? You also might be thinking this. It was first coined in the University of Kentucky. KFC now. <laughs> Did I want fried chicken after this? Jollibee KFC. Okay, sorry. The sandwich generation refers to a batch of adults who take care of their aging parents. Oh, okay. While taking care of their young children. Right, right. Thus, so the term sandwich. Yes, you are sandwiched in between in two generations and you extend your support to both parties in a financial and emotional manner, Look, right? Sometimes even more. Like my family, you have my sister, you have my mom. Our yeah, parents, yeah. you have her children, but you also have my Lola, mm-hmm. which is like four generations in one household. That's not a sandwich. It's like a shawarma wrap right yeah. now, you know? <laughs> a burrito. Seriously, it's like a burrito because you have the rice, you have everything thrown yeah. inside. Yeah. So it's really, and that, that's how it is in the Philippines, right? Yeah. It's, it's really how it is. Like you can really see it. Like even Janine and I, we are in the same situation right now. Mm. We don't have kids, of course, but we are looking... At our own financial future and our family planning in the very near future mm. while taking care of our parents and our grandparents and our family back home in Philippines, our family back home in Lebanon, our nephew who we never met, we're somehow paying for his his college. I don't know how what happens in our families, you know, but it's um, it is something that is is really taking Philippines in a negative way because mm. the parents right now like let's just say janine and i have kids okay and uh we have our parents as well who are taking care of all our money goes to basically for our kids and for our family our parents basically mm. which is also not the best way and it's it's a whole wake-up call right now for the gen z people because they're understanding this you know like i need to be very financially stable and have a lot of financial literacy so i can actually manage these two parties while still taking care of myself. Yeah, I think it's it's difficult because, as you said, because of generations and generations of this tradition ongoing, it's being shunned upon if you're not taking care of your parents, even if technically you're not obligated to mm-hmm. because, again, parents did not create a life on this world for that life to take care of you in the future like it shouldn't be yes i understand you you know it it shouldn't be that way but because us filipinos were just so tightly knitted as a family Mm -hmm. that as you said dom toretto no family member gets left behind even if that's your uncle of two degrees or your cousin here and there or you know your your aunt your your lola your grandmother grandfather it's it's difficult to get away from that but as you said millennials gen z's are starting to change that a little bit and starting to spend on themselves starting to build their own lives starting to invest Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because again it just used to be as an OFW because, again, a big percentage of our population. So that also addresses this, yes. Are outside of the country. They would leave the country. They would ne- leave their families' nests. But 
they would give away what 90% of their salary of their monthly salary even if it's like super little and leave nothing for themselves because they have to give everything back home yeah. to feed their parents to feed their cousins to feed their aunts their uncles who all live in one home together which is sad which is which is very sad as well because like the whole concept of OFW thing started because Filipinos could not find decent jobs in their home mm. country like Like, can you imagine? Like, I've seen maids in the UAE who are taking care of a stranger's kid. Yeah. Instead of taking care of their own, which I'm not saying is wrong at all. Like, mm. that's commendable in my in my eyes because that's it's a like, sacrifice. It's a, it's really a sacrifice, you know. Like, and it also comes down to this whole sandwich generation. Like, okay, I can leave my kid because he will be with my mom, mm. while I go to Saudi Arabia take care of a different family's kid, so I have more money to support my child. Who then? In the future is my insurance policy, which is also a a, a, a wrong way of thinking, I yeah. would say. Because they think, they think, okay, let me make all the money now. Put my child through good colleges, through good schools. Make sure that he has a stable job in the future. And then he can buy my be my insurance policy when I'm a little bit older, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's, it's very weird. Like it's they a think, cycle. Yeah, it's it's a vicious cycle. and it And it doesn't leave them room for, you know, like... Okay, let me put some money into my savings instead of me investing so much in my children. Let me also look out for myself in the future. Mm. I think looking back at like the older generation, investments were not much of a buzzword that was being thrown around because all they could think about was just survival. Exactly. Like, what survival is investment fitness, right? if you're? If your monthly salary is a thousand five hundred and you have yeah, to yeah, give yeah. like a thousand two hundred back to your family and three hundred dirhams left for you for your monthly expenses, your house, your food, your everything else, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really a word back then, but I guess now, as we said, millennials and Gen Zs are starting to veer away from that concept and starting to put themselves first and. Yeah, but, but investments. But first. what sucks is like we're trying to fix what the older older generation has has messed up, right? Like mm -hmm. a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, when I was your age, I was married, two kids, had a house, had two cars." But I'm like, have you heard of inflation, dude? You know that minimum wage in the U.S. hasn't changed in the last what mm. X amount of years, while inflation has almost doubled. So the dollar value at back then, when you were living your best life, is not the same as. As where it is now, right? A lot of people, a lot of people, especially Filipinos, since we're on that subject, are living paycheck to paycheck, which is yeah. also not the right way, right? Like they're just like in a vicious cycle again. But it's not like they have a choice, right? It's not it's like, not they, like have they have a choice. choice. Like the moment they, it's like you know, like that that um, that saying when you ride a bike, the moment you stop pedaling, you will fall. So yeah. it's basically like that. They just have like to it's grind. either all or nothing, right? Mm. All or nothing. Sorry, yeah. nothing. Nothing. They just mm. have to grind every single day. But you're right. Like we are fixing the previous generation's mistakes, and the same, the same with Gen Zs. They will be fixing the millennials' mistakes. Oh, that is true. Next to Gen Zs, will be fixing the Gen Zs' mistake. It's just mm. it, that's how it is. We evolve as a nation, and we learn through our mistakes. I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what's funny? Like just a funny thought that I had before you go on. It's like. They say, oh, you know, the children, they're the future, they're the future. Mm. But they put like 60, 70, 80-year-old people in power. They, have you ever seen like a president who's like 20, 30 years old? Like, you no, can't, to... you can't though. 
40 years old is the minimum. Is it? Yeah. Who said? The law. <laughs> the law? Yeah. You have to be 40 years old. Really? And you have to be, of course, a Filipino national. Oh, this is for Philippines, but yes. in other oh, countries? Oh, yeah. I guess other countries have different rules. But it's rules. crazy, huh? Yeah. It's like you, really, you put a guy who forgets half of his words when he's speaking in front of national TV. Who uh, are you talking? Joe Name. Biden. Okay. That's Joe the US. Biden. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> what is it? What does he say after that? Bing bong. I Joe Biden buy me dinner or something like that. I, I forgot. No idea. We'll put that clip. I just know Bing bong. But yeah, I guess they have to be at a specific age, not super old, but of course have accomplished some things in life in order to rule a country it's yeah a big obviously thing. i'm not like a guys for presidency we have gary like who the hell is gary <laughs> like obviously you want someone who has accomplishments but a lot of people are accomplished but i don't think they're they really want to go the politics route it's messy super messy but a few are chosen right i would love to rule philippines guys make me president and you'll see like wow you know who's gonna be my wow. vice president <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be your vice president? I'm glad you asked. Erwan mm-hmm. Yusuf, baby. You know that we be cooking. We cooking be... what? Well, how are you gonna solve the problems of Philippines? Tell me a problem of Philippines, and the I'll debt. tell you debt. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you how I'm gonna solve. How much money is the is in debt? I'm not gonna. I I don't know. Billions. Billions. Yeah. I have a solution. Print more money. Joshua for president 2026. When's the next election? 20, no, 2028. 2028. No, eight, six years? Eight years. Six. Dude, yeah. <laughs> 20-something, Jess. <laughs> going to put that as a thumbnail. Put that, I approve this message. I'm Joshua Dice and I approve this message. Guys. Please don't make you know the what? same Let's mistake. See. Let's see. We'll put a poll actually on Instagram. We haven't done this in years. Who would you rather have as a president of the Philippines, Janina or myself? Oh, gosh. Sure. Do it. I'm going to do this. Like, we're going to get this clip cutted. Cut cutted. Cut it. And we're going to we're gonna put on Instagram with a poll. Who would you rather have run the country of the Philippines? Joshua, who's passionate about the land, who eats Jollibee once a week, who gives back to my... Filipino community in some shape or form by uh, thoughts and prayers or Janine who uh, who is basically who can speak fluent Filipino you don't need to who learn who just told you, just, you, you just, all of the facts you just about said Philippines, Philippines speaks more English than Tagalog who actually lived in the Philippines I lived in the Philippines for what two months one month but <laughs> that's besides the point in your my one month in philippines was your four years of philippines okay or you, mine sure. was even more look you can do all the talking we'll just let them vote i'll just let's go let's yeah. go guys and girls they can yeah they can see from my heart and my just a eyes. disclaimer if you don't vote for me i will kill myself <laughs> so that's my life is in your hands your turn <laughs> what is your closing statement <laughs> How has this become a presidential debate? <laughs> okay, um, a couple more wait, wait. things. What? what I will also do, if I was Filipino president, I will get rid of this whole OEC crap. Oh, gosh, So please. now you vote for me. Please. You will vote for me. I will vote for you if you let that out. Okay. We're having such a massive problem. I was okay. just showing Josh 
a video of the Polo Dubai office. It's just, it's crazy. People are queuing from like 4 or 5 a.m. There's a massive crowd outside and people are just trying to get their hands on an OEC document, which is an overseas employee certificate that you need. And as an overseas Filipino worker, you would have to get that OEC document for you to successfully exit the country when and, you visit the country. And literally, it's just a number. It's a number, it's right? A, it's a paper. No, it's I a, don't even print the paper. It's there in the system. Like, literally, I just take a picture on my phone of this number, like, one, three, four, zero. Oh, really? It's nonsense. Oh, okay. When you showed me the video a while ago, I'm like, is this a One Direction concert? <laughs> I'm like, wow, the it's crowd crazy. is crazy. It's crazy, and it's sad because now that the bans in the Philippines started to be lifted because of COVID, of course, normally and naturally, people will start going back to the Philippines. Especially with summer break. And this right is why the, the ticket prices are so expensive. But regardless, the process of getting it is just so archaic that you can't do it online. You have to do everything in person. And someone would have to look at your contract with your work and verify that it's correct and then put it in the system. And then from there, you can request online for the document. And whenever you change your employer, you would have to do the whole thing again. And because I'm getting into a new job and Joshua has a new job, we both have to get our OEC done. And we have to literally wait in queue for like four or five hours and pay a fee of 10 dirhams. You know what? I'll pay for everyone in the UAE just let me go. Okay, Joshua for president, if you get that. Joshua if you for president. That. President Joshua Dias. Okay. Erwan Husaf sitting right here on my lap. Okay, dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you done? Yes. Okay, okay, where were we? Learning about Philippines. I'm actually enjoying this. I'm actually enjoying this. Yeah. Like, I didn't... There were so many things that I thought I knew about the Philippines and I'm learning. And so. you want to be president? So when I run for president, I will be knowing this. Okay. What's sure. my opening statement? You know, Magellan... <laughs> Lapu lapu, slice Sla- them up. Slapu lapu. <laughs> Sorry, I just lapu. having comedian flashbacks of Will Smith. So. <laughs> Sorry. Two more things, and one is that people think that the Philippines is an island. People always say, "Oh, Philippine island." It is not. It's no. actually an archipelago. Because what is an archipelago? Um. A cluster of islands. Very good. And how many islands do we have? Six million. We have 7,341 7, 7, islands. Very good. What are the famous <laughs> islands that we have in the Philippines that are actually world-renowned islands? Um, Palawan. Very good. Cebu. Very good. Boracay. Yes. And Shargao. I guess Shargao is gaining. Shargao. Gaining a lot of popularity yes. for surfers around the world. Yeah. But yes, we have 7,641 islands. Guys, that's crazy. But apparently, like, a lot of them are still even in dispute between China wanting a few of those islands yeah, or some there area. Yeah, is, there is an yeah. island that we're... Just calm down, China. Like, relax, right? How much do you want? We have everything. to censor this. <laughs> we have to cut this part <laughs> out, I think. everything. <laughs> Lastly, and this I actually didn't know. I, when I was researching, I just saw this and I think it's really cool. Filipinos are Mexicans. <laughs> erythromycin. Do you know huh? what erythromycin is? The medicine. Yes. The antibiotic. 
is yeah. actually invented in the Philippines. So erythromycin, it was invented by a Filipino doctor named Dr. Abelardo Aguilar. Doctor? Back, a- a- Abelardo Aguilar. No, but a doctor, not a nurse? Because Philippines has the highest number of exporters of nurses. Yes, correct. Back to that's, you, Janine. That's true. Um, back in 1949. So just a couple of years after we gained true independence from the Americans, actually. So erythromycin has saved a lot of lives and do you know what it actually cures as an antibiotic mm, uh stomach flu nah, respiratory tract infections so uti skin infections chlamydia pelvic inflammatory diseases and syphilis wow yeah so a lot of things it is a famous antibiotic erythromycin how cool now it would be like erythromycin that's actually invented in the philippines but by think, a filipino doctor you think in the box it says made in philippines or no i don't think so it depends on who distributes it oh yeah yeah how cool right good job philippines there's a lot of things to be proud about the philippines people what are you looking at things invented in philippines oh, yeah, yeah erythromycin is the second the first is bamboo incubator okay is it a band I don't know. Major source of mangoes in the world. 91 million worth of exports in 2015. Yeah, this is why I told you. Like, Filipino mangoes, for me, are the best mangoes in the entire world. And Egyptians would dispute that. Indians would dispute that. And they would say, oh, no. Our our Alfonso mangoes are better. Or Egyptian mangoes are better. (laughs) Lebanese would be like, no. No, ours are the best. (laughs) That was actually spot on. <laughs> Even the PC chipset. Hmm. Yeah, but... I don't know Bill Gates was Filipino. What are you talking about? Hmm. But thank you so much, Philippines, for being an awesome country. Seriously, my heart is f- with Philippines, by Philippines, for, fi- for Philippines. Okay, sure, we will vote for you. Don't worry, Josh. It's okay. Don't have to try no, so but, hard. No, uh, but really, like... I, I really urge everyone who ever gets a chance in the near future to definitely visit at least once in your life. You'll really see like, oh, everyone comes like, oh, you know, Filipinos are the nicest people. Go see that for yourselves, guys. I love going back. I love going yeah. back. I used to really go twice a year pre-pandemic. Yeah. We were just talking about this, how we traveled a lot and now not anymore. Because yeah. ticket prices are so freaking expensive. It's going to go up now, That's right? That's because of the fuel charges. So we better book our tickets before it goes higher. We can book on the cheapest airline to Philippines. No. Yes. Happy Independence Day, Happy Independence Day, Philippines. Mahal kita sa inyong lahat. Kasi gusto ko sayo. Sayo? Sayo. We have to speak a little bit more Tagalog. Like, let them know. Maybe put in the closing notes in Tagalog. Salamat sa lahat yung mga tingin yung podcast namin. Ang ganda... Yung, yung, yung connection <laughs> sa, sa natin. <laughs> Mahal kita. Ang ganda mo. Your president, guys. Josh. President John! <laughs> Joshua Dias, there you go. <laughs> like, imagine me, like, when I'm like, President Joshua's won the election and I have to give the, the thank you note. I 
yung lahat yung Pilipinas dito. Salamat si... Your sauna. Huh? What is a sauna? Sauna. State of the nation address. Uh, I thought I was like... <laughs> literally sit in a I thought you wanted to be a president state guys. of the nation address please vote okay now clearly you can see but yeah Tagalog is my first uh, language so I'm saving it for, for, for talk in Tagalog tell dude. me what to say and I will, we will close the podcast tapusin na natin yung podcast sige um, salamat sa lahat um, yung Puso ko nagfeel. Ano yung nagfeel? Tagalog. Anong nagfeel? Yung puso ko, mm-hmm. maraming mahal. Maraming mahal yung puso mo. Maraming mahal yung puso ko. And tsaka yung yung ay sabi ko. Tao. Yung tao sa Pinas. Lahat sa Pinas. Sa, sa Quezon, tapos sa Mindanao, tapos sa Cebu. Ang yung puso, their puso. Nila. Puso nila ang, ang pure. Ang kind. Mabay. Ang gentle. Gentle? Gentle. <laughs> No, but jokes aside, I love Philippines. Um, I am half Filipino. Janine is half Filipino. Together we are one Filipino. Filipino. See, I'm a maths guy. Maths and science today. Sciencey. Sciencey and mathsy. Yes. Okay. And uh, yes. Um, any happy. shows? Any shows? As of now, no. Uh, yes, actually, next Monday, if you guys are free, what is the date next Monday? Today's 12th, yeah? So, mm. I'm so bad with my dates. The 20th? I actually have a show next Monday at Miss Wang's in Majestic City Hotel. Is that Majestic City Hotel? I guess. Miss Wang, which is a new materials night, so I'm going to be trying out my new jokes. Nice. Nice. So that'll be fun. Um, I'm pretty sure I have some things other than that because I always get called last minute. To fill in space. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's it. Uh, a lot of exciting things coming our way. We have an- another guest coming up in two weeks. The next episode. Yeah, the next episode, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, stay tuned, guys. We printed new stickers. <laughs> that's <Kay>? nice. <laughs> sure. So we'll be distributing them at uh, at shows. And if you if you ever want one, just let us know. And if we're ever in the area where you guys are, we'll definitely hand it over to you. Yeah. Yeah, support the podcast. Uh, thank you for everything. Tell your friends about this. Please do share this episode to your Filipino friends if they want to have a laugh while still feeling patri- patriotic. Nice. I patriotic, like that. Patriotic, yes. Uh, so thank you once again. Please do follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Like this video because that helps us a lot with the algorithm. Listen to us wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, even Audible at this moment. So while you're listening to an audiobook, stop that and listen to this podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, happy Independence Day once again to Philippines, the country that we call our home. And on that note, have a nice day. We love you guys. We like you as a friend. Joshua for president. Bye. Bye.